Welcome to this special message uh, as we are kicking off uh, 2016, or I am anyway, first time back since Christmas Eve, and uh, boy, didn't Pastor Andy do a great job uh, last weekend with the message there, uh, really starting us off the, the new year. And uh, I want to just take some time, talk a little bit about the vision uh, for 2016, uh, who we are as a church, our vision statement, that sort of thing, our mission, that hasn't changed at all, but, but I think there is something, the Bible makes it clear in the book of Ecclesiastes. There's, there's something every season, and, and there's a change in the year. And, and so this is a great time to refocus on what's really uh, important. But before we talk about 2016, let me just share with you some of the amazing things that God did in 2015 uh, at Valley Christian Church. So some key stats, if you will, uh, that, that happened last year in 2015. Uh, the first one is this. Our attendance, our average weekly attendance last year in 2015 was 809 people a week. Every single weekend, 809 people. That's plus 14% over the year before. Now that's absolutely astounding when you think about it. The national average for churches that grow, by the way, only 50% of churches grew at all last year on an annual basis. Only 50%. And the average growth was 4%. So, so just amazing what God's doing there. 809 people each weekend uh, in one of our gatherings. And that's where generally you don't have 100% attendance. Uh, it's somewhere most people think uh, church consultants and all. 60, maybe 65% at the most in any given weekend. And so you can add that and that's where you get over 1,000 people that actually call Valley Christian Church their home. But that's our average weekly attendance. Uh, and then this one, which is absolutely amazing, blows me away. Last year, baptisms here at Valley Christian Church, 84 people were baptized last year. Isn't that remarkable? Just absolutely fantastic. 84 people following Jesus' example. He was baptized and his commandment to be baptized in water. 84 people baptized in 2015. Now, hold on to your socks. You're never going to believe this. First-time guests. And when we say first-time guests, what we mean is those that actually fill out the card, the communication card, first time. First time guest last year, just last year alone. Let's look at that number. 1,464 people walked through the door for the first time. Isn't that remarkable? Absolutely amazing. 1,464 first time guests. Now watch this. This is, the, this is the number to end all numbers in my opinion. This is what it's all about. This is, this is why we're doing what we're doing uh, and, and really following God's leadership. Salvations. How many people received Christ last year through Valley Christian Church? 105 people. Isn't that remarkable? 105 people began a relationship with Jesus Christ last year as a result of being in Valley Christian Church that actually said, I'm beginning a relationship with Christ today. 105 people last year. So it was an incredible year. I mean, there, we've never had a year anywhere close to this in, in terms of baptisms, first-time guests. Uh, that's double what we had the previous year. Double what we had previous year, first-time guests, and salvations as well. Just really, really remarkable to see uh, what God did in and through the Valley family. And now it's over. It's done. No more. We're in a new year. We're in a new year now. And you know what happens in those New Year's, we, we all know those New Year's resolutions, right? People say, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and all this. I, I want to share with you an absolute fact about this new year that, that, that can really make or break 2016. You, you could lose 45 pounds. It won't make as much difference as what I'm about to share with you. You, you, you could save $100,000 this year in your savings account. It won't make 
as much difference as what I'm about to share with you. This incredible fact. Are you ready for it? Here it is. Let's look at this fact now. 2016 will be a greater year if you're spiritually healthier. If you're spiritually healthier, 2016 will be a greater year than 2015. But if you're not, it doesn't matter if you keep all your New Year's resolutions, it's still gonna rot. So many times we look at so much emphasis on physical health and we look at what I want to achieve, what I want to accomplish, and we never consider our souls. We never consider our spiritual health. And the fact is this, 2016 will be a greater year if, only if, you're spiritually healthier than you are right now. If you continue to grow, if I continue to grow spiritually, then 2016 will be a great year. No matter what difficulties or challenges I face, if I continue to grow spiritually, if you continue to grow, if we as a church family continue to grow spiritually, then 2016 will be a great year. And so here's my question for you. What's your plan to get spiritually healthier this year? Every goal, you need to have a plan. You need to have an action step. What's your plan? What's your strategy for this year? How you're going to become spiritually healthier than perhaps you were in 2015. You need to have a plan. It's so important. See, when we talk about New Year's resolutions and, and goals that we have and, and setting different action plans uh, for, for the rest of the year, there's really two different kinds of people. They're the people that say, wow, and they're the people who say, how. And, and generally, those two types of people marry each other. Opposites attract. The people who say, wow. The people who, who, who really dream the big dream of what God wants to do in their lives and through their lives in the next 12 months. And there, and there are those that aren't the dreamers. They're the realists. They're the realists. Generally, they're the, they're the pessimists. Like, okay, that's really nice, but how is it going to happen? How are you going to do that? You know, it just reminds me of how many people in the Bible that God said, I'm going to do this, and how few ever said, how are you going to do it? They just said, yes, Lord, and he did it. And, and so we need, we need the people that say, wow, but we also, we have those that say, How? And we don't want to be stuck so much in the how that we're afraid to dream the wow. What is it that God wants to do in your life this year? What is it that God wants to accomplish in your life this year? I heard it said recently this way, I love this, we need to own property in the land of possibility, but lease in the land of reality. If you own a business, let me encourage you, get all your employees together and share that with them. That's the goal for this year. We want to own property in the land of possibility, but we just want to lease in the land of reality. Because with God, all things are possible. That's why we want to own property in the land of possibility. We talked about this uh, uh, this week in our staff meeting, our all staff meeting, of how important that is that, that we dream God's dream and that we have God-sized dreams, that we don't limit God to what we feel like we can accomplish and squeeze him out of the equation. 
And so the reason why we need to own property in the land of possibility and lease in the land of reality is that we believe the impossible is possible because of God. We believe the possible is possible. The impossible is possible because of God. Earlier on uh, during the holidays, my wife Susie, uh, she, she stumbled upon this uh, great book with, with a real challenge, and that was come up with a goal for the coming year, one word, a one-word goal. What's your one-word goal that encompasses everything for the year? And she shared that with, with our daughters, and, and they jumped right on it, and they began to pray and think about it, and they came up with their one word, and then they, they started making pictures to hang in their rooms and with scripture verses on it and all their one word for the, uh, for the coming year. It was during the holidays, and the first word that I came up with was beard. Because <laughs> I hadn't shaved in about 10 days, and, and I was looking pretty pretty distinguished, had a nice little, had a nice beard going on, and, uh, and then my wife said, you're not going to get much kissing if you keep growing that beard, and then my one word was shave after that, <laughs> but one word goal, one word goal, so I have a personal one word goal, you know what it is for this year coming up? I'm not going to tell you, that's between me and God, I'm not telling you that at all, but, but one word, just this idea of a one word goal, one word that creates clarity, that creates focus, power, passion, and life change, all in just one word. What's your one word? Let me challenge you. Come up with a one-word goal for this year that you won't forget, that's in the forefront of your mind all the time, one word. The simple power of one word is that it impacts all six areas or dimensions, if you will, of our lives, mental, physical, emotional, relational, spiritual, and financial. One word. Simply put, one word sticks in the forefront of our minds. They're words that are meant for you and for me. When we find it, and when we live that one word, and we share it, our lives become more rewarding and exciting than ever before, and we find ourselves fulfilling God's plan and purpose for us. And so I want to share with you the one word goal for Valley Christian Church as I've prayerfully just really thought about this and, and, and really uh, spent some time just, just praying and, and seeking God for it. Are you ready? Here it is. The one word goal for 2016 is deeper. Deeper. I believe God is saying to, to, to me and to the leadership of the church and to the whole church family, deeper. Deeper. That's the one word goal, that, that in everything that we do, that everything that, that, that we think, everything that we pray, deeper, deeper, deeper. I, I've heard it put this way, and I believe it's true. We're more loyal to the future than to the past. We need to be more loyal to our future than to our past. Because if we just sit back and we just say, wow, what in 2015, awesome, Whoo, that was so good. Man, you remember like 2015 when baptized 84 people? Yeah, I remember that. That was great. Man. Nothing's going to get done. Nothing's going to get done. And we're going to miss opportunities, and we're going to miss touching people's lives this year with the life-giving message of Jesus Christ 
unless we go deeper. And, and so that's why we have to be more loyal to our future than, it, than we are to our past. That doesn't mean we're, we're not using the Bible. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means like everything that God did last year, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We give you all the credit and all the glory. Now what work do you have us to do this year? Go deeper. Go deeper. And, and so I want to share with you three ways that Valley will go deeper in 2016. Three ways that Valley will go deeper in 2016. Here's the first one. I believe this, this year that we'll go deeper in our community with compassion. God wants us to go even deeper into our community with compassion. And it's just absolutely amazing. I, I, I asked uh, actually Judy uh, Sheck, our administrator, to come up with, uh, just to put together some of the numbers for me to help me get my mind around what's happened. Uh, all kinds of things. There, there's so much specifically in our community groups, our small groups do so much in our community that we're actually having a hard time quantifying all the community outreach stuff that our church does. It's very hard to get it squeezed on a piece of paper or on a spreadsheet. But, but we feel like everything that we've done, we just need to go even deeper in impacting our community in 2016. I love how Psalm 112 verse four puts it this way. Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for those who are gracious and compassionate and righteous. Even in the darkness, light dawns for the upright, for those that are compassionate. And God wants us to be even more compassionate in reaching out to our community in 2016. One of the ways that we do this on an ongoing basis is our involvement with the, the Bread of Life ministry in downtown Poughkeepsie, feeding hungry people in Poughkeepsie. Now, what, what many people don't know is that our church actually started the Bread of Life back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. It, it was an idea from Valley Christian Church leadership that started the Bread of Life. Now we partner with another church that actually uh, is heading it up, but, but feeding those that are, that are hungry. The main way of just, we're gonna go deeper not just that, but so many other areas as well in our community. In fact, I've been working for over a year now. I'm real excited. In the springtime, uh, we're going to be doing a special series called Silent No More uh, that, that I'm real excited about as, as we be begin to bring more awareness and heighten awareness uh, to human trafficking that's going on in our community and around our nation and around the world as well. And so we feel like we're going to go deeper. God wants us to go deeper when it comes to compassion in our community. Jesus was all about compassion. That's why it's so important to him. That's why it should be so important to us as well. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, it's interesting. Listen to what the Bible says here. It says, when he, speaking of Jesus, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. Now, it's very interesting why he had compassion. It tells us. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. Watch this. Because they were confused and helpless. Like sheep without a shepherd. By the way, do you know what that word shepherd? That's what the word pastor means the same thing. Like sheep without a pastor. He had compassion on them. They didn't have a pastor. They weren't part of the church family. He had compassion on them. And then look at what it says. It goes on and it says, and he said to his disciples, watch this now, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. There's a great harvest out there, but the workers are few. And then he goes on and he says, so pray to the Lord who is in charge 
of the harvest and ask him to send more workers into the fields. So many times in churches, we do the exact opposite of this, don't we? We're like, God, God, bring in the harvest. Bring in the harvest. And Jesus says, it's already there. Where are the workers? He doesn't say pray for the harvest. Jesus says pray for workers to go out in the harvest because the harvest is plentiful. The harvest is ready to be brought in. Pray that there'll be more workers for the harvest. And this all comes out of compassion. Compassion that he had on the crowd. This is the reason why uh, last January we started our Poughkeepsie campus because we're supposed to go into the harvest to train up more workers, to, to go where people are and to bring in the harvest that's already ready. By the way, we're coming up on our uh, one-year anniversary of Poughkeepsie Campus. It's been a phenomenal success, just absolutely incredible. Uh, in fact, uh, just, just something that, that maybe to make you aware of that you can celebrate with the rest of the, the church and the staff as well, multi-site churches, which we've become now by starting this uh, Poughkeepsie Campus, generally across the board, the average growth of a new campus is 25% the first year. 25% growth from the, the launch team that sent out, 25% growth in 12 months. I wish I could tell you that we hit 25% growth this year. We didn't. We hit 40% growth. How about that? 40% growth in 12 months. That's right. 40% growth. Poughkeepsie Campus averaged 196 people every single week. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And we need to be more compassionate. We need to be compassionate and continue to reach out because the harvest is so important. The harvest is plentiful just as Jesus says here in Matthew chapter 9. And, and, and I want to just thank all those, and I know uh, just even watching the, the message right now in Poughkeepsie, you do such an awesome job waking up so early, setting up, getting everything perfect for the people to come, and then tearing it all down and putting it in the trailer and then driving away. Just absolutely phenomenal, the dream team there and everyone that serves there in, in Poughkeepsie in every different capacity. I also want to just give a lot of credit and thanks to Andy Salino, the campus pastor there, and, and, his, and his wife Suzanne have just done a fantastic job in leading the campus there and and uh, that being said I want to invite the whole church family the whole church family to join me in Poughkeepsie on January the 24th Sunday January the 24th as we celebrate the first anniversary of the Poughkeepsie campus I'm going to be preaching live there and we it's going to be at 9 30 we want to empty out the 9 30 service here on Sunday we just want to jam-pack uh, regal cinemas there in Poughkeepsie and celebrate what God's done in just one year's time also on that day, we're going to be making a transition. As I said, Pastor Andy's done such a fantastic job there as the campus pastor, and I have a really big need for him, and that is that he would not just be campus pastor, but he would be the care pastor over both campuses in Hopewell and in Poughkeepsie. So on the 24th there, we're going to transition, and Pastor Stephen Francis is going to become the campus pastor there uh, in Poughkeepsie, and, and, and he's real excited about that, and his wife Jasmine as well. And Andy 
Andy and, and Suzanne, they're gonna be uh, over both, really, of our campuses, because care is so important. We need to not only reach out in compassion for those that aren't a part of Valley Christian Church, but we need to care for those that are in Valley Christian Church. And if you know Andy and Suzanne Salino, you know, man, care is just what they're all about. That's what their heart, it just care. And so they've agreed to do that, and I'm really, really blessed to have them uh, step up to uh, really Andy being the care, uh, care pastor like that. So join me January the 24th at 9.30 in Poughkeepsie, and we're going to have a big celebration. The second area I think that God wants us to go deeper in is in our relationships with commitment. He wants us to go deeper into our community with compassion. He wants us to go deeper in our relationships with commitment. Romans chapter 12, verses 10, uh, beginning in verse 10, uh, it puts it this way. Be devoted to one another in love. Be devoted to one another. He's speaking Christian to Christian, so he's speaking to you and I. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal. And boy, when I read that, did some study on that, I kept thinking about that Poughkeepsie setup team. Zeal. Chiseling the ice. <laughs> you know, trying to get the lock open on the trailer. You know, you know, they started in the middle of January, freezing cold, and just did whatever it took, never lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual fervor. So important, we keep our spiritual fervor. Serving the Lord. And it goes on and says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. How do we do that? Sitting in rows. You can't. It's impossible. There's so much of the New Testament that, that as followers of Christ, we are just absolutely in, unable to keep the teachings of Scripture just looking at the back of someone's head on a Sunday morning or a Thursday night. So how are we going to go deeper in our commitment? It's really in our small groups. That's where it's going to happen. That's where it happens now in Valley Christian Church. Did you know over 68% of the adults in Valley Christian Church are part of a community group? That's phenomenal. The national average is, is 20% maybe across the board in a small group that attend a church. 68%. Because we believe people grow better in circles than in rows. When you begin to share what's really going on in your life and you can practice praying for one another and, 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 and practicing hospitality and, and, and really being joyful and hopeful and encouraging one another and, and being devoted to one another and really caring for one another. That's how relationships really grow. Here at Valley Christian Church, we safeguard unity and we celebrate diversity. And that's one of the things I love in our small groups is that people in our group, we don't all look the same. We're not the same background. We're not the same ethnicity. We're not all these different things. We don't have the same stories. And then see God just bring incredible unity in the middle of that. And so I believe God's saying go deeper, deeper in 2016, deeper in our relationships with commitment. In fact, in the spring, we're gonna be starting a whole new, another option for small groups, short-term groups that are gonna be on specific topics. We'll run eight weeks, that's it, then they're over. Because we just believe people grow better in small groups than they do looking at the back of someone's head in a church service. 
And so in our relationships, we're going to go deeper with greater commitment to one another. And then the third way that I believe God wants us to go deeper is deeper in our faith with conviction. Deeper in our faith with conviction. Deeper in our community with compassion. Deeper in our relationships with commitment. And deeper in our faith with conviction. Jesus told the story one time, and, and I, I couldn't help but think about this as I thought about the new year. All the hope, all the promise, all, all the dreams, all the goals. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, Jesus told a parable after he, he, he taught the Sermon on the Mount. This this long, long, you can read it in Matthew, where he just goes on and on for almost two and a half chapters straight without giving just a breath of just incredible teaching by Jesus Christ. And then he sums it up, he concludes it by telling this story. I think it's very appropriate for where we are right now in 2016. Matthew chapter seven, beginning in verse 24. He says, anyone who listens to my teaching, watch this, and follows it is wise. Not just listens, but follows it, does it, responds to my teachings. He's very wise, like a person who builds his house on solid rock. And it goes on and says, Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise and the winds beat against it, beat against that house, it won't collapse because it's built on the rock. It's built on the rock. He's the rock. It's built on strong faith, conviction in our faith. But that's not the end of this story that Jesus tells. He goes on and says, but anyone who hears my teachings and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand. It goes on, it says, and when the rains and the floods come and the winds beat against it, that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Here's the thing about 2016 that I know. I know this, not because I'm a prophet or anything like that but because of no life. There's gonna be some storms this year, just like there were storms last year. There are gonna be some unexpected twists and turns in your life and in my life. The storms are gonna come. It's pretty interesting, the parallel that in this story, the two builders, there were two builders, they both heard the teaching, they heard the exact same things, They both experienced the same exact circumstances, but the outcomes were completely different. One, the house stood strong because what they built their house on, that metaphor, the rock. Another heard the teachings, built the house, same experience, total collapse. Total collapse. That's why I feel like God wants us to go deeper in our faith with conviction with conviction because there will be some storms and, and, and I'm not doom and gloom person but that's just, just, that's just life. Life's hard. Life is difficult. And if you're not going through a storm right now, thank God, just, just rejoice and pray for those that are going through a storm because storms happen. It, the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. We're not exempt from storms. And so, so important that we build our house on the rock, that, that, we, that we have faith with strong conviction. 
maybe you're here right now and you're saying, you know, I'm just New Year's. I thought it'd be a good idea to maybe check out church. I haven't been in church in a long time and I'm not sure if I even believe in God. Well, if you're here and, and, and you're just checking out, we thank you for coming. You're welcome here. We're so glad you're here. I, I, I wanna just say something, and, and if you don't believe in God, that's okay. We pray that you'll come to that belief, that faith, that you'll build your house, not on the sand, but you'll build your house on the rock, Jesus Christ, and place your faith in him and believe in him. But you know what I wanna say to you? If, if, if maybe you're hearing you don't believe in God, you may not have ever thought about this before, but I think it's so important. God believes in you. God believes in you. God believes in you so much, he sent his son Jesus to die for you. That's how valuable you are to him. So many times in church we always hear, you know, do you believe in God, do you believe in God? And we never actually consider the fact he believes in us. He believes in you. He believes in me. God believes in you. And, and the awesome thing about God and why I, I talk about this one word deeper, this one word goal, is because God believes in us. So, he has so much more for us than we could ever imagine. That's what 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 tells us. Let's look at that last verse tonight. No eye has seen. I love this verse. This is like refrigerator material right here. Put it on an index card and stick it on the fridge with a magnet. No eye has seen. No eye has seen. No ear has heard. And no mind has even imagined what God has prepared for who? Those who love him. God believes in you. God believes in you. God believes in me. And, and, and if you've never put your faith in him, what a great way to start off the year. Believe in him the way he believes in you, the way he believes in me. Because this is why we need to always factor God into our plans. Because if you love him, I hope you do. I love him. You know what? Because I love him, guess what? I haven't even begun to imagine what he's planned for me. I haven't even seen it. I haven't heard it. It, it hasn't even, one translation says, hasn't even entered in the heart of man what God has for those who love him. That's a pretty big vision that God has for you and for me in 2016 and for our church family called Valley Christian Church. And that's why I believe the one word goal, vision for this year is deeper, deeper. Deeper in our community with compassion, deeper in our relationships with con commitment, and deeper in our faith with conviction. Because the fact about 2016 is this, 2016 will be a greater year than 2015 if you and I are spiritually healthier than we were in 2015. What's your plan? What's your strategy to be spiritually healthier at the end of this year than you are right now? Well, I'm gonna ask, would you bow your heads with me? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this new year, the dawning of a new year, 2016.
And Lord, we do love you. And because we love you, we know that our eyes haven't seen, our ears haven't heard, and our minds have not even begun to imagine all that you have prepared for us, just as 1 Corinthians 2.9 tells us. So Father, on behalf of the Valley Family, Valley Christian Church, I just pray by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, give us the grace this year to go deeper into our community with compassion, to go deeper in our relationships with one another in the Valley Family with commitment, and go deeper in our faith with conviction as we build our lives upon the rock of Jesus Christ knowing that storms are gonna come, but we'll get through them because we've built our house on your word and a relationship with your son, our savior, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray, amen, amen.